Welcome to the Issacos podcast. My name is Michael Soret, and I am sitting down with Dr. Nick Van Dyke, the current editor-in-chief for the Journal of Issacos. And he was kind enough to talk with us today and answer some questions about his role as the editor-in-chief and what uh, that might entail for any future candidates as we search for the next editor-in-chief of Jessicos. Dr. Van Dyke, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. You're welcome, Michael. It's a pleasure. So I wanted to start off by uh, asking you what initially excited you about becoming the editor-in-chief for Jessicos? Well, Michael, to be honest, I never imagined myself as an editor. So when I was asked by the ESACOS leadership to do it, I had to make a switch in my head. Um, and it helped then to talk with other editors uh, like John Carlson, uh, Bruce Ryder, and I talked with uh, Jim Lubovitch. Um, and in talking to them, um, it gave me the confidence and it convinced me that, um, that I could do it. Um, and when I digged into it, uh, I became really excited, like you, like you say. Uh, I mean, what is nicer than getting uh, carte blanche for setting up a new journal, um, a new journal from scratch? I mean, choosing your editorial team, setting up an editorial board, choosing the type of articles which we were going to publish, um, invite authors to submit their work, um, invite reviewers to perform the peer review. It's a, a huge responsibility, but it's very rewarding uh, and very uh, exciting. Can you briefly describe uh, what it is like to be the editor-in-chief for an international journal? What it is like to be an editor-in-chief for an in international journal? Um, well, being an in editor-in-chief of an international journal, it is like um, like you're leading a department. You lead not only an editorial board, but also a team of uh, associate editors, uh, handling editors, uh, social media editors, video editor, um, and for example, also a statistical editor. And apart from that, you need to be in close contact with the publisher and the office. Um, I had uh, over the last six years almost weekly contact or, or sometimes uh, 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 almost daily. Um, contact uh, regularly with the board of directors and with the XCOM and, uh, and the GBOT, the Journal Advisory Board. Uh, and not just connect with them, but also provide them uh, regularly with an uh, updated uh, publishing report. Um, and of course, also be in contact, and that's really important with uh, the committees, um, especially now that we have theme issues, the contact with the committees is really, uh, really important. Um, and also with individual authors and reviewers, and of course, with my managing editor, Leonard Blankenfort, um, uh, and then every two months uh, with the production team for the uh, production of the six issues that we um, that we publish um, as an editor in chief you are um, responsible for the review and editorial process which means a speedy um, and correct handling of of all the manuscripts that come in and and we currently have uh, uh, some 160 to 180 manuscripts a year um, uh, you need to select a sufficient pool of re reviewers, uh, monitor their quality, 
and also pre provide them um, with feedback on, on their performance. Um, then organize uh, webinars and, and symposia um, during the biannual conference, uh, network at congresses. I just returned from, from the APCAS uh, uh, Congress in, 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 in Thailand, for example, um, but also be an ambassador for the journal at all other meetings that um, um, you attend uh, uh, worldwide. And finally, you're responsible for yeah, for a high quality product and um, it's important to maintain this high standard on all levels and um, uh, not only maintain but uh, always strive for uh, improvement which means uh, keep your uh, eyes and ears open listen to uh, criticism and and implement uh, new strategies um, uh, when applicable what do you feel has been your greatest achievement as editor-in-chief? Then first of all, I would say that it is um, a work of the team. It's teamwork. Uh, it's not me, but um, all that we achieved is, um, is a team achievement. We started um, only with invited reviews and we transformed into a highly respected peer review journal that is indexed and about to receive our first impact factor. We have a unique article mix, which makes us stand out and makes us potentially better than all our competitors. Specifically, uh, our state-of-the-art articles makes GCOS stand out in relation to all other journals. Um, the state-of-the-art um, is an analysis of the, the present state of diagnosis and treatment, the pros and cons of various alternatives, um, future possibilities for the field on a specific topic, um, and the strength is that it is written by three experts from three different continents, providing a global perspective, uh, future directions, and highlighting also uh, regional differences, of course, if regional differences are uh, are present. And from the start, um, our motto has been the first choice is on quality, and it has been the governing principle for all the decisions that we uh, made and, and, and make. Whether it's a choice for editorial board members, the choice for reviewers, the choice of article types, the layout of the articles, but also, and maybe most importantly, um, the manuscripts that we publish. And I'm proud we never had to compromise to our motto. And I believe that's uh, important. You know, Michael, when we started with the journal, not everybody was convinced of the need of yet another journal. But that skepticism, I feel, has disappeared and the journal has grown into one of the most important assets for ISACOS. Maybe not yet financially, but it provides ISACOS with a solid scientific foundation and it provides ISACOS a fantastic platform to the outside world through Science Direct and other uh, open access channels to showcase our um, endeavors and the endeavors of um, uh, all our members. It's a fantastic platform for ESACOS members, but also for our committees with um, uh, these theme issues, um, uh, but also with the current concept reviews, 
uh, that they produce, um, and also the, the, the state of the art and, and, and the classic. And on a personal note, I found and find it a privilege to write editorials on topics which I find important. And these topics were often broader than the technical part of our field only. Um, topics which I believe uh, were important to highlight, like the current war in Europe and its implication on science, uh, for example, on COVID when it just started, um, on conferences, do they have a future uh, near the end of the pandemic? It was a question when we all went to Zoom and to webinars, um, but also on burnout among surgeons. Do we surgeons find it all too much? Um, because the burnout on surgeons is much higher than in, in, in other fields. Um, uh, I wrote an editorial on misconduct in science. Surprisingly, how often scientists admit that there is conscious bias, uh, plagiarism, or even falsification of results. Um, and uh, the one that I specifically liked was on uh, unnecessary surgery, to operate or not to operate, uh, and a similar topic, treat the patient, uh, not the MRI. Um, it's a privilege that Dizakos has given me the platform to touch upon uh, such uh, topics which I believe uh, were important uh, to, uh, to highlight. What has been the biggest challenge? Uh, I believe a big challenge was in the start to get everyone uh, aligned. Not everybody was convinced of the need of uh, uh, yet a new journal. And we could publish um, um, uh, only um, um, uh, committed articles and not uh, original research due to the ongoing contract with the Journal of Arthroscopy with ANA. Um, so um, the first years we really had to fill uh, six issues, 64 pages, with only commissioned articles. And that for a new journal, without um, uh, being registered, without an impact factor. Um, I'm very, very thankful for all the authors that, um, that submitted their, their articles um, uh, when we asked them to, uh, to, uh, to submit. That was really um, uh, very important to 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 uh, for those fir first uh, two three uh, three years, um, what was also a challenge was that uh, uh, the committees um, were largely involved with the ten to fifteen books that Isacos produces each two years, um, uh, and each book uh, maybe contains uh, like thirty chapters, so you can calculate how many members uh, committee members were involved. Uh, very much involved with um, uh, their energy to fill all those books. And, and it took some time to convince the board and committees to redirect their energy towards uh, the journal. Um, and of course, another challenge was to produce each two months uh, 64 pages with meaningful quality content. And we've been able to, to always uh, meet the deadlines, um, which was, I believe, uh, 
uh, a big compliment and achievement for for all the team and and another challenge of course is to find excellent reviewers to perform a timely job uh, we have a, a great pool of reviewers some 200 250 uh, currently um, uh, we did also do a campaign uh, to to find reviewers which was very successful but uh, the, to, to make them do a timely job that is still um, still a challenge what advice do you have for any potential candidates uh, or people thinking of applying for the role? So my advice for any potential candidates, um, don't take it too light. Um, take it serious. It's a, it's a serious job. You are the leader of an enterprise with all its implications and responsibilities, but also um, a lot of possibilities. Where do you feel Jessica still needs to grow or evolve to become better? Well, at the start of our journal in 2016, we formulated as our vision that Jessica's should develop into a journal which is worldwide renowned for its editorial excellence and applicability to patient care and meets the specific needs of Jessica's members. And in fact, that vision has not changed. We need to keep in mind to cater for the specific needs of our ESACOS members. We want to present the global perspective. Where we can improve is the social media. We have a great social media editors team, but as editor-in-chief, you also have a responsibility and an important role. Um, I believe that that can still um, uh, help a lot if the editor-in-chief is um, uh, personally very active uh, on social media as well. First time to decision um, is still too long, um, so that's a, a point where we can improve. We can maybe add editorial commentaries, um, add letters to the editor, and I would like to see more interaction between the um, biannual ESACOS program and uh, our journal. We can, for example, hold um, a GCOS branded session at the Congress on controversial topics, um, pro-con debates. Um, uh, our editorial board members can easily spot um, these topics from the content of the journal. Uh, it can also be on, on emerging techniques or, or interesting new developments. Um, we could possibly organize a, a, a pro-con debate um, on the top five uh, papers, um, a sort of literary review on the top five papers of the last uh, two years. Um, and I believe we should try to um, convince the um, the authors um, with the submissions, the podium presenters of the Congress presentations to, to submit um, their work to, uh, to GISICOS. Um, since the pandemic, we uh, organized webinars, but I think we can organize more webinars on, on controversial, emerging or, or, or hot topics. Um, we can probably and should probably expand the podcast with pro-con discussions on, on recent published articles in which we involve the editorial board members. 
And it's important to uh, involve even more the ISACOS clinical committees uh, because the members of the ISACOS committees are really the very best specialists in the world. And the level of activity and commitment among the committees has traditionally in ISACOS be, been very, very high. And we should make even more use of their expertise, um, of the, their drive and of their uh, knowledge. And I strongly believe that with their involvement and the fact that we are open access, that GSACOS will grow to become the strongest and best journal in our field. We have a unique article mix with on the one hand, the uh, original research, the systematic reviews and current concept, but also case reports, the classic and video techniques. And on the other hand, we have the global network and we have highly active committees with experts to be able to do what others cannot do. And that is our state of the art and our theme issues, both of which are commissioned. With my editorial team, we spot hot, controversial or new topics, and we invite authors for both state of the art as for the theme issues. And we have the global network to be able to do it, while others cannot. And together with the best publisher, Elsevier, because I really believe that Elsevier is the best publisher which we can have, it is a recipe for uh, success. What are you looking forward to most uh, after retiring from your position? Well, more time for my family, friends, um, cycling, sailing, but also for teaching. Last month, uh, month of September, I started in where was I? Estonia, then to the South African Orthopedic Association meeting in Cape Town, from there to Israel, and then to Quebec, Canada for the EOFAS meeting. And I ended up uh, in Thailand um, um, uh, with Guillermo and, and David uh, for a fantastic uh, EPCAS meeting. So I love teaching and, and um, it will be wonderful uh, to have more time uh, also for the teaching. Uh, Dr. Van Dyke, any final messages for people who are looking to fill your shoes? Um, well, it's a very rewarding and it's a wonderful position and you can really make a difference. I will miss it heavily, especially the human interactions, uh, the human interaction with colleagues, with friends and with scientists uh, from all over the world. Um, it is currently one to one and a half day per week work. Um, so if you don't have the time, don't do it. You cannot do this in just evenings or just weekends. And I expect the journal to grow really fast. And within five years, I expect that we will have some 500 submissions and in 10 years, probably more than 1000 per year. So you need to have the time to read them all, to judge them all, edit them and to manage them apart from all the other um, aspects that I, 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 I mentioned uh, in this podcast. What I found important is to um, put a lot of effort in my um, editorials. Um, um, so yeah, I would encourage also um, um, for 
the new editor-in-chief to to put energy into the editorials. They were highly uh, rewarded by the and incited um, uh, by the readers. So I hope um, and would encourage you to write uh, meaningful uh, editorials. Um, and finally, being uh, an editor-in-chief is is a very responsible uh, position. Uh, authors have to rely on a fair and honest treatment um, um, and a fair uh, and honest handling of their manuscripts um, because they have been working on a manuscript uh, probably for many, many years. So uh, take it serious and, and, and give them a fair and honest uh, uh, feedback. Um, uh, they need the respect uh, from um, uh, from the Jesus team. And finally, I will be happy to leave my shoes for a new editor-in-chief um, because I believe a new editor-in-chief uh, with new and fresh ideas um, uh, can make uh, the journal uh, grow uh, to the height that uh, uh, I just mentioned. And, and of course, you can count on my support. Um, I will remain at uh, your disposal. It is a great, uh, great project. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Van Dyke. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me and to share your insights about this incredible role that you, you've performed uh, over the past few years and uh, for opening the door to uh, somebody new to fill the position. Thank you so much, uh, Michael, for, uh, uh, for the podcast and for your questions. I appreciate it.